0: have to understand that he's there with us and that he will never leave us nor will he forsake us when we're dwelling in our wilderness time and we are asking god why when how how long and we feel like we're not getting any answers we've entered into a new year where we've made promises to ourselves we've motivated ourselves and we've said these are the things I want to accomplish this year this month Um, and we put those petitions before the Lord and now as we put those petitions to before the Lord in our wilderness because our goal is to come out of the wilderness successful we have to make sure that we're listening to the Holy Spirit with those petitions because if it lines up and when it lines up with the Word of God and our destiny and our purpose We are guaranteed to come out, and we are guaranteed that he will hear our prayer. But if it's not according to his will, then he will come back and talk to us according to his will and his plans that he has for our lives to strengthen and guide and lead us into all truth and righteousness. So before we go into our moment of understanding our wilderness, our moment of understanding what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, let us just pray. That the Word of God, we would be hearers as well as doers of the Word of God. That when we hear what God is saying to us, that we don't just get excited about it, but that we actually go to His Word and say, Give me more. That I may be solid in this situation. That I may be firm and sustained during this time. Because we don't want to fall away during this time. We don't want to be discouraged or depressed during this time. Because this is our time of strengthening. Because he's building us and our testimony for others who are entering in their wilderness. So it's not just about us being in a wilderness and coming out and showing the people that we were strong during it. But it's about the the glory of God. It's about magnifying who God is in our lives and our testimony as a victory. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor for all things that you're doing in our lives. Father, we know that the plans you have for us are good and not of evil. Father, right now we just come before you as humbled as we know how to. And we ask, God, that you reveal to us your plan and your will and your purpose for our lives. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to come right now because we need to hear from you, Holy Spirit. We need to hear what you have to say from the Lord, Holy Spirit. So come right now, Holy Spirit, and speak to us. Lead us into all truth and righteousness. Lead us right now in our path through this wilderness. And, Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor. And as your children, God, we stand upon the blood of Jesus. Father, that anything coming against us, we bind and we break it now in the name of Jesus. All curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms magic witchcraft incantations potions anything god that is coming against us that we may feel is coming against us, ungodly things god and anything coming against our ministry our words our health we bind and break it now the blood of jesus and we rebuke it right now in jesus name and we take authority over it through the word of god we will not allow these things to come And discourage us God We bind and break right now Addictions and drugs and alcohol And greed right now In the name of Jesus But Father we want to hear What you have to say We bind these things from our lives right now We repent of any sins that we've committed God that is hindering us From coming out of our wilderness Father we give you glory We give you praise right now God That no weapon formed against us Is going to prosper God And that we ask that your sword of the spirit would come and give us wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Oh, God, and that we have the fear of the Lord in us. And we praise you right now for mercy and grace, oh, God, for the opportunity to be saved. And for the blood of Jesus that empowers us and gives us the strength and that it would never lose its power. We give you glory right now in Jesus' name. So as we're facing our wilderness, and we look at the Bible, and we see where there was a lot of things going on as far as wilderness time was concerned. And we look at those, and we say, they made it through. They made it. And we even look at people around us, and we say, they made it. But I'm still in mine. I'm still going through. And I'm praying, and I'm fasting, and I'm worshiping. And I'm doing all that I know how to do, Lord. But why is mine being prolonged? Why is it that I can't seem to come out? The wilderness is an uncultivated region. It's inha- uninhabited. It's neglected. It feels abandoned. When you look at the wilderness, it's, it's something where a trailblazer would go through and make the path for others to be able to go through. And that's what our testimony does for the, for others, We let them know what we've gone through, which means we've come out of it through the blood of Jesus and through the strength of the Holy Spirit. But we have to ask ourselves, how are we handling our wilderness? Are we mumbling and complaining as the children of Israel did? And we said we would never do that. When we read the story of how they stayed in the wilderness, we would say, I would never do that. When God feeds me manna from heaven, I'm going to be excited. When God does this, I'm going to... Thank and praise him But so many times we find ourselves being blessed and wanting more I've gotten the house I want, God, but now I need the car God, now I need a bigger paycheck to pay for these things God, now that you've healed me, now I need this We're always wanting And it's not because of the situation, it's because of our eyes growing bigger and bigger in the situation, never satisfied with what God has done. We thank him for what he's done, but then as the children of Israel did, you forget that and you move forward to what he hasn't done. And then when we don't see him doing it or manifestations of it, then we begin to mumble and complain, but God, your word said, but God, why didn't you do it? But it's always, but God. But God is letting us know in the midst of the wilderness. He's bringing us out of situation on top of situation on top of situations. We're the ones adding to it. We're the ones prolonging it by, oh, yeah, by the way, I need this. And and God is saying, you know, slow down for a second. Let us grasp hold of what's going on when God feeds us manna from heaven. We thank him for it, but then we add more stuff to it. But, God, now I need this. Thank you for that, but I need this now. And then, then I need this now. And and we forget to just bask in the glory, in the, 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 the presence of who God is. Just like he knew you needed that manna, he knows the next step that you need as well. And the next one, because he has your life already planned out for you. And I think sometimes we don't focus on the fact that he already knows. We focus on the fact that we need to tell him, and that's how he's going to know what we need. But if we we know the God that we serve, he already knows before we know what we're in need of. So when he pours down that manna from heaven, that miracle from heaven, then we, we praise him and thank him for that, and we get excited about what's coming next because we're saying what we think should be next, but God knows what should be next. The wilderness, the wilderness is where we find ourselves being depressed. We find ourselves being discouraged. We find ourselves convinced that we're never going to get out. We're never going to get a breakthrough. Why is this happening to me? And then the enemy will put people around you that will encourage those thoughts. And then now you're really feeling bad about yourself. And you're saying, but God, I used to be this person. And God, you used to bless my hands. But then there comes a time in our lives where that part of us is cut off. And when we're in that wilderness, we come out a new person. We come out a stronger person. We come out a revived person. So God doesn't want us to stay in the memory of how he used to bless. He wants us to reach forward to where he's taking us. He wants us to grow in where we need to be and not bask in the old of what he's done. We thank him, we remember him, we hang it on the wall and tell our children and friends about what God has done, but now we press toward the mark of the high call. Now we press towards the vision that God has on the next level. We become a new creature in Christ Jesus as we enter and come out of the wilderness. And we may feel like our praise and worship is dry. We may feel like the presence of God is not there. He's there. He just wants you to push further. He wants you to tap in more. Because when we are depressed or we're in the wilderness, the first thing we do is we go down in prayer crying. We go down in prayer with a laundry list, our petitions. And God has to wait for all of that to go through first. And then we connect to his spirit because we poured out so much to him that there's nothing else to pour out. So now we connect to his spirit, and now the Holy Spirit can come in and heal. He can come in and and, and manifest miracles. He can come in and speak to us because the flesh has to first move out of the way in the wilderness. Because there's no place for the flesh in the wilderness because the flesh is the one that's going to bring the discouragement. The flesh is going to be the one that tells you about how it used to be. But God is saying it's not how it used to be. It's how it's going to be in your life, where I'm taking you that the promises that I've made, the prophecies that you've heard, when you come out of this wilderness, you're going to be a new creature in me. You're going to be strengthened in me. People are not going to even recognize you because what you've been through is not going to be anymore. Nobody will remember that anymore. Now they'll see who you are right now. And that's what we want. We want people to see the Christ that's in us right now. And not dwell on how he used to bless us When we don't know if God is present In our wilderness When we're saying it's too hard But we have to begin to realize That that is what makes us strong Because when we come out of situations We always say I don't know how I came out of that one I thought I wasn't going to survive that one That's letting you know right there that God had it under control the whole time. That's letting you know right there that God knew what you needed and you didn't know, but you thought you knew. God is saying to cast all of our cares upon him for he cares for us. We're in a time where job loss is continually increasing, even going into this year. We're at 8% right now. It looks like we may go higher because of the fact Of things that are going on And then that's not going to stop the prices from rising What do you do? You turn to God Where it used to be easy God is saying okay now it's shifting Everything is shifting now We have to go with the signs of the shifting Because if you stay where you're at You're going to miss the shift And then you're going to see people that are being blessed And you're going to wonder why you're not being blessed Because you didn't shift with the Holy Spirit You didn't listen to what he was telling you You were too busy complaining in the wilderness. You were too busy murmuring in the wilderness. And it passed you by. So instead of allowing it to pass you by and and allowing the wilderness to be your end, make it your future. Make the wilderness coming out of the wilderness the new you, the new creation that God has in store for you this year. Let that be who you are and not the past. Your wilderness experience right now, you're saying, I'm tired. I don't have any options. You're saying, where is God? Why am I even in this place? All of those words keeps you right where you're at. Why did, that, That's what they asked Moses. Why did we come out here just to die? Why did we come out here just to starve? Can you relate to yourself the, the things that they said compared to the things that you said? Maybe different terminology, but same meanings. You find your complaining to be a way that maybe God will have pity on you. You find yourself complaining to where maybe God will move faster in your life, but it actually slows the process down because you're not learning anything. You're not comprehending. You're not retaining the word of God. You're not allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you because you're too busy complaining. We're in a season where it's not time to complain, but it's time to do spiritual warfare. It's time to fight in the spirit realm. It's time to understand that even though this looked like it's your last meal, like the widow in, in First Kings, when she gave that meal and said, you know, that was it. And he said, no, go get you some oil. Go get you some pots because God is about to do a miracle. We have to look for miracles in our wilderness. We have to believe the Word of God when He says signs and wonders will follow those that believe. We are those people. We are those believers that are living in the wilderness, but yet signs and wonders should follow us. How do those signs and wonders follow us when we're in the wilderness? Because we grab hold to the Word of God, we grab hold to the Spirit of God, we listen to what He's saying, though we're crying. We listen to what he's saying, though we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. And that's when the miracle comes. That's when the word of God becomes effective in your life. The wilderness experience is not to break you. It's not to have you doubt the word of God. That's not the purpose of the wilderness. When Jesus went into the wilderness, he made an example for us that we are to stand on the word of God when presented with the things of the world. He quoted the word of God to the devil, and he stood on it. He didn't allow the devil to make him second guess, but he stood on what was written. And you have to read the word of God in order to know what is written. And you need the Holy Spirit in order to be empowered to stand on the word of God because the Bible tells us he was led by the spirit into the wilderness, which means the Holy Spirit was with him. Now, the Holy Spirit is with us in this wilderness time. But are we allowing him to do what he needs to do to bring us out, for us to learn, for him to lead God and direct us? Or are we murmuring and complaining and saying, this is my end? Well, guess what? It's going to be your end because you spoke it, you believe it, and you're meditating on it. Because there's power in the tongue. There's power in what you believe. If you believe by faith that the things that you do not see will come, are coming, and shall come, then it will come by faith, believing what you don't see, but that you're going to call it into existence into your life. Joblessness, call it into existence. Whatever you need from the Lord in your wilderness is going to come through the word of God And the power of the Holy Spirit For we wrestle not against flesh and blood But yet we say I'm going to decorate my resume I'm going to do empower it I'm going to make phone calls And try to get these people to hire me But we forget to pray We pray on the way We pray before the phone call But we don't stop And say Lord is this the job Because I'm not going to call if it's not the job Lord, is this the car? Because I'm not going to sign the paperwork if it's not the car. Because whatever is not purposed in your life, it will fail. Because we did it on our own strength. But when God reveals to you that that's your purpose, your destiny, your plan, no matter what happens, it will stand. Why? Because God put his seal on it. The wilderness is not To bring you down It didn't bring Jesus down It didn't bring Joseph down But Joseph in the end Was able to stand Are we willing to stand Hallelujah What are we doing In our wilderness We have the principalities Wickedness in high places But we're fighting them in the flesh And we're losing because it's in the spirit realm. That's why God said the battle is not yours, but it's his. Because he's in the spirit realm with the battle, you're not. You don't know what the enemy is plotting against you in your wilderness, but God does know. You don't know how to defeat the enemy in the wilderness, but God knows. But yet we try in our own mind, our own flesh, To try to defeat the enemy in the flesh When he has no flesh He's a spirit So when we depend on God in the spirit The enemy is defeated We have to go into warfare in the wilderness Warfare is against the powers The wickedness in high places Warfare is where you decree and you demand Things to go according to the word of God Warfare is when you speak And it has to happen Because you believe in your heart And you will not doubt What the word of God has said Warfare Is when you know That I shall live and not die Warfare Is when you know Despite everybody else's unemployment I'm going to find a job Warfare is when the enemy is coming against your home and you tell him he has to go Because you're standing on the word of god and you pray every day and you talk to god And the holy spirit told you that you were covered by the blood of jesus and you tell the devil he has to flee That's warfare When you stand on what you know And the holy spirit empowers that knowing We are in a time of warfare Where we have to know who we are in Christ He's not asking us to fight the battle But he is asking us to stand on the word He is asking us to trust him He is asking us to listen And he will fight the battle What is it that we're seeking God for today? What is it that we're seeking him for? What is it that we're crying out to God saying, please help me, God? Is it sickness and disease because he promised us we were healed? Is it demons that are tormenting us because he said he gave us power to cast them out? What is it that he's already given you but yet we're crying to him asking him for it? What is it? Finances? What is it? Children, drugs, addiction, when we go into warfare and we tell the devil to get out, when we speak in our heavenly language and the Holy Spirit takes over the room of our children. We don't just need prayer in the schools. We need prayer in the home. We need warfare in the home. That's where we need it. Before my child leaves, I have to warfare because I don't know what he's going to face in school today. When he goes to bed, I cover him with the blood of Jesus because I don't know what the enemy is going to try to do while he's sleeping. Because I have to stand on the word of God and take nothing for granted. Because the enemy is constantly plotting. We're healed by the blood of Jesus. The Holy Spirit has empowered us to cast out the devil. What is it? What is it that we need from God that he's given us power and authority to drive out the the demons and to cure all diseases through him, through his name, through his blood? He's given it to us. What are you facing in your wilderness today? What are you facing? That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I'm healed in heaven. That's your will, that's what I know So that means I need it to manifest here on earth My healing, the one I'm claiming The one your blood was shed for I'm healed I'm healed God By the word I'm healed And when the pain comes No, I'm healed When the doctor says there's nothing he can do No, I'm healed Hallelujah, I'm healed I shall live and not die Because God promised me healing I'm healed, God. What do I need to do? What do I need to do, Lord? Show me the healing process. What do I need to do? Because I'm not going to give up, God. I'm standing on your word. I'm not going to let negative thoughts come. I'm standing on your word. I know I look like I'm unemployed, God, but there's a job for me somewhere. Show me my job, God, because this is not my end. Show me my job, God. Show me my new beginning. How do I need to reinvent myself? Do I need to just go to a whole other job sector? What do I need to do, Holy Spirit? Lead God and direct me to my job. Do I need to go back to school? Do I need a new training? What is it? Because I'm willing. I'm willing to change as everything else is changing. I'm willing to shift as the spirit realm is shifting. But whatever you're doing in this season, I'm not going to let you do it without me, God. I'm going to be a part of this change. I'm going to be a part of the shift. He's calling out to us today. He's saying, hear my voice. Hear my voice. I'm talking to you, but your complaining is drowning me out. Your crying is louder than my praise so we need to stop for a second and say holy spirit speak to me. I'm not going to think. I'm not going to speak, but I'm going to wait. And I want to hear holy spirit what you have to say. Because my 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 wilderness is it makes it is it, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to speak negatively in my wilderness. Because there's a laundry list of things, God, that I could tell you right now that I see. But I'm not going to speak it into the atmosphere, God, because I'll be working against my own blessing. But, God, you know what I'm going through right now. God, you see what's going on. Now, God, I need you to tell me how to get out of this. I need you to lead, God, and direct me. Because the end of this wilderness experience, it will result in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the word of God. This wilderness experience is not in vain. It's not that God doesn't have anything better to do but to take you through. It's not that God just wants to torment you. But God needs you to work towards a new beginning. He needs you to work towards your destiny, your purpose. It's not about him wanting you to cry and break down, but it's about him wanting you strengthened and built up, ready to fight in his war, ready to fight in his army, in the spirit realm. The Bible lets us know in Psalms 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength. And even our present help in trouble. He said, our present help. But are we allowing Him to be that present help? Or are our tears and our, and our crying and our complaining louder than our praise? When we go down in prayer, we're thinking we should get an instant answer by the time we get up. That was in our old wilderness. But now there is a wilderness where God is strengthening you and building you up to be stronger. So he's teaching you how to wait and be patient. He's teaching you how to listen a little bit closer. He's teaching you how to not mumble and complain but to worship even when you don't see a way out of it, even when healing doesn't look like it's going to come, even when a job and finances look like everything is gone. This is a new season for you. And sometimes you may feel like it's the hardest, but it's not. Because when you come out of this, you're going to be not only a new creature in Christ, but stronger. Your faith will have extended. Everything you do, you will now understand. In Psalms 51, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Acknowledging sin in our life is not just about the blessing. It's not just about anything but making sure that we understand the sins that are in our life, but not to the point where we allow the enemy to to keep hashing us over it. We repent of it. God forgives us, and we move on. But sometimes we will allow the enemy to keep reminding us of our past sins. This will keep us in the wilderness as well. Constantly saying, well, you know you can't move forward because of this sin. You know God is not going to forgive you of that, because if you try to grow in God or do anything in God, somebody might see, and then they'll remind you, no, block all that out, No. God said it's done, it's finished, you repented, let's move forward I will heal the land We can't allow our past to hinder where we're going in Christ If someone comes to you and remembers your past, let them live there, not you If they want to dwell on it and oh, I remember when you did, okay Then you stay right there and you remember that Because I need to get up here to this new beginning I need to get up here to my destiny You don't have to hang out with the rememberer of the past because God is not hanging out there. God is moving forward daily. He's moving us forward. And though we remember our past, it's only to help us not to repeat it. It's not to help us live in our past. We are just to remember it and know not to repeat it. Because we have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, but yet the blood has redeemed us. So we thank God for the blood. So don't allow the enemy to keep you in the wilderness because of past sins. Now, when we're in our wilderness, we must understand the purpose and the plans that God has for us. And the only way we can do that is through the word of God. Deuteronomy 8 and 2 Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the desert for these 40 years to humble you, number one, to test you in order to know that, to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. So while you're in the wilderness, understand he wants to humble you because where you're going, these are the things, That's going to sustain you He wanted to know Well he wants you to know What was in your heart Because sometimes in our heart We're looking for the opposite Of what God is looking for Because our heart is flesh Our desires are flesh But God always is wanting to build His kingdom He's always wanting to build the word In us And he wants it to come through us So that others will see That while we were in the wilderness, these are the things that God straightened in us. He humbled us while we were in the wilderness. We learned that it wasn't all about us in the wilderness. We learned that it wasn't about pleasing the people in the wilderness. We learned a lot in our past wilderness. So now that we're going through another wilderness, it's the same thing. It is to humble you. For the next stage It is to let you know what's in your heart God already know So it's not like he's taking you through these things Because he needs to figure it out He created you He planned your whole life He knows you He just needs for you to know you Because you may be saying I'm one way But God is like I need to show the person That they're not that way They only speak that way but their heart is showing me something different because we have to understand that God reads our heart and not our mouth. So when he reads our heart and he sees what's going on, he says to himself, okay, they need to stop because they're repeating the same cycle over and over and over again. So they need to understand that this is a part of their heart, and that's what needs to be cleansed in order for them to move forward. So when you find yourself constantly in your mind, you're saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make plans for finances to get out of this. Financially, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get me a better job. I'm going to go to school. And you have all these plans. And then you find yourself being beat up, <laughs> being not going forward. Seem like life just keeps beating you up, and and, and and God is like, okay, stop. We got to stop this because this is a continual cycle. In your mind, you're saying one thing, but your heart. It's far from it, because you're still spending the money. You're still not saving. You, you, you're still not worshiping. You're still not praising, but yet you want to speak to the people of God, and he's saying, stop. I need to show you what's in your heart, because that's where the hindrance is, It's in your heart. If you don't believe in your heart that God can do it, then you're stuck. If you don't believe in your heart, Miracles, signs and wonders and healings And the promises of God And the man are falling from heaven Then it's not going to happen Because It's in the heart That it comes out through the mouth So though you may say And you hear the word of God And you may say amen, amen God is able And you're clapping, clapping your hands When you go home it It fell to the ground And it didn't grow God couldn't water it and give it any increase because it fell to the ground. God wants us to sustain. He wants the word of God to grow. He wants his spirit to grow. And the only way to do that is for him to show us what's in our heart. And he has to humble us because pride cannot be a part of your destiny. Because then you won't listen to God, but you'll tell God what he should do. And then you'll think that your hands did it and not the spirit of God. So all of this comes out of your wilderness experience. It's not about your tears. It's not about how long you've been in it. But it's about your heart. It's about being humbled. It's about coming out victorious. It's about having a testimony. It's about knowing the commands that you will keep. That's what it's about. Are you going to keep God's commandments during the wilderness time? Job kept his integrity during the whole time. He kept believing the word of God while he was going through. He kept his integrity with God. Are we willing to go through the wilderness as Job did, not understanding why any of this is happening to us? There's no reason for it to be happening to us. But yet you can stand on the word of God and say, yet they slay me, though will I trust you, Lord. Though everything around me seems to be sinking saying, yet will I trust you, God. I don't understand why. I don't know what sin I've committed, but yet I trust you. So these are the things that God is pulling out of us. He's taking us through some spiritual training that we may come out stronger, sustainable. So no matter what's going on in the world Maybe the world go to the left or to the right But we will stand on the word of God He needs people that's going to stand on the word of God No matter what the majority of the world is doing He's saying that I need people who's going to say But God This is what God is saying This is what he has said He needs an army that's on his team 100% Who's not wavering to the right or to the left Who's not sitting in on the on the sidelines Who's not lukewarm. He need people that are either hot or they're going to be cold. He need us in his army for the kingdom. Because he's building up his kingdom. And he needs us to be a part of that. But if he constantly has to go in and 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 nurture and baby us, we need to be on some meat instead of just drinking milk. When are we growing up? During our wilderness time When are we going to be ready to fight During our wilderness time That even though we cry, we say, I stand on the word of God. Even though I'm sick and the doctor said there's nothing that he can do, hallelujah, I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. Even though my finances are not where they're supposed to be, I shall prosper in the name of Jesus, that God has good for me and not of evil, that he created me for a purpose and a plan and a destiny that he has in store for me. God, I'm standing with you. That's what Job had to do. That's what Joseph had to do. That's what David had to do. You have to stand when you don't see anywhere else to go. And even if you turn to other people, they're going through. So if anything, half of them are going to drag you down instead of up. Because they're going to say, me too. I don't know what any one of us is going to do. But instead, build yourself up with the word of God. Build yourself up. That no matter what is going on, the one who promised is able to perform what he has promised. Find yourself faithful in the word of God. That through your tears you're saying, I'm holding on. Through your tears you're saying, the battle is not mine, it's yours, Lord. Through your tears you're saying, Lord, Lord, though they slay me, I will trust you. Through your tears and and your disappointments, you're saying, God, I'm going to stand no matter what because I know you have a purpose and a plan for me. That's the army God needs right now. Those are the people he's looking for right now. That even when you go to church and you don't hear it, you can still stand on the word of God and say, I hear it in my spirit. Even though the people around you aren't speaking it, you can yet say, Holy Spirit, continue to speak to me because I need you right now to encourage me. I need you right now, Holy Spirit, to dry my tears. I need you right now, Holy Spirit. I need you to come and comfort me because Jesus said when he leaves, he will send me a comforter. Holy Spirit, you are the comforter that I need. Are we holding on? Are we holding on to the word of God and the purpose and the plan that he has for our life? What are we holding on to today? The wilderness. It's not to break us. It's not to be our end. It's not our defeat. It's not there to make us cry and look bad in front of people. Going through the wilderness is not to make us barren and a castaway, but there's a purpose and a plan. God said it's to humble us, to show us who we really are, and that to show us that we need to keep his commandments no matter what. That's the wilderness, and Jesus gave us that example. That no matter how much the enemy came after him, he said, but it is written. And that's what God is saying we need to do. It is written that I shall live and not die. So I hear what the doctor is saying, God. But you promised me, God, that I was healed. Holy Spirit, come now and heal my body. Holy Spirit, come right now and heal my finances with your power. Holy Spirit, lead God and direct me into all truth and righteousness. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to stand on your word because I have nothing else to stand on to, nothing to stand on. I have nowhere else to go, God. Everyone around me is going through. Everyone around me has a story. But, God, I know the story that you have for me is good, hallelujah, and not of evil. The story that you have for me, God, is healing. The story that you have for me, God, is redemption. So, God, I'm going to speak to the mountain and tell it that it has to go because I don't need a whole lot of faith to do that, just the size of a mustard seed. And then when I allow the Holy Spirit to come and empower what I have spoken, then change is about to come. Because I'm going to stand even when it looks like there's nothing to stand on. When sickness comes, I'm going to say, not in this body, devil. I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. Sickness and disease. It has to go. We change our diet. We eat the foods that are ordained by God for our body, and we believe the word of God. Your wilderness is to humble you, to show what's really in your heart, and to teach you how to keep the commandments of God. Can we stand on the word of God when there's nothing else to stand on? Can we believe when there's nothing else to believe in? The wilderness is not your end. The Bible lets us know in Hebrew 13 that he will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. So when the enemy comes and he tells you you're alone, when he comes and he tells you that there's no hope, ha, You tell him that God promised me he will never leave me, nor will he forsake me. He will never leave me. And then he said, when I come unto him and I am heavy laden, that he will give me rest. That's how you fight in your wilderness. You keep on saying the scripture. And let it get into your heart. Let it get into your mind that as soon as the enemy comes and he tells you what God is not going to do, you tell him what the word of God says he will do. And you are more than a conqueror. That's how you overcome in your wilderness. Because his will is done in heaven, and now we need it done on earth. We need the manifestations that are already in heaven to come to earth. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will is already done in our life in heaven. But it's up to us to bring the manifestation to the earth through the word of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through what we speak through our tongues, through what our heart believes, through what we stand on, through humbling ourselves to the spirit of God, we bring it, the manifestation, down to earth. So when you receive your prophecies, your dreams, and your visions, know that it's already done in heaven. So now you're asking the Holy Spirit to help you and teach you how to bring it to earth. In the name of Jesus, we will put on the whole armor of God when we're in the wilderness. And we will stand against the schemes of the enemy. We have to stand We have to make sure that we're not anxious to come out of the wilderness, but that we are willing to learn whatever it is God is desiring us to learn. Rebuke the spirit spirit of discouragement and depression. Rebuke those things out of your mind. And release the spirit of God that he may come in and dwell with you. The Lord is faithful. The one who's promised is faithful to perform it. We have to have faith to believe the impossible. We have to have faith to believe that God will do what he said he's going to do. When we read the word of God, know that God already sees you delivered. Know that God already sees you out of your wilderness. Know that God has already brought you through. So now it's up to you to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and manifest that whole completion on earth. God is able. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek him. And he will tell you how to get a job He will tell you how to prosper He will tell you how to grow in the spirit realm He will tell you how to fight the enemies that's coming against you In the spirit realm I'm not talking about people around you It's the enemy you're fighting in the spirit realm Not the people around you Not flesh and blood The Bible says we do not war against flesh and blood But yet in our wilderness we try to war against flesh and blood but we are to war in the spirit realm Jesus is Lord And it is well with you And you have to say it is well No matter what you see With your natural eye That will be done on earth As it already is in heaven That will be done on earth As it already is in heaven You have the keys to the kingdom to bind and to loose. He's given us the authority in his name to be healed and to cast out. He showed us through him that he healed all sickness and disease and he cast out demons. And he's saying now I've given that same authority unto you. But yet we cry out to him to help us. When all we need him to do is empower what we already know the word of God says That we have power to do through him When we just need the Holy Spirit to come and guide us And help us get out of the situation Mark eleven twenty three. I tell you the truth That if anyone says to this mountain Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea And does not doubt in his heart but believes That what he says will happen It will be done Now God is Made it very very explainable to us in this If you say to that situation Joblessness Poverty Sickness and disease Demonic attacks That you have to go And you don't doubt it But that you are so tired of the enemy Attacking your life and your finances And your children and your Your business or whatever it is he's attacking And you don't doubt in your heart And that you believe that the word of God is true And that the manifestations for you Will come through the word of God It will be done You cannot doubt When you say I'm tired of being sick I'm tired of what the devil giving. I mean, the, the doctor giving me all these negative reports right now. In the name of Jesus, I'm healed by the blood, and I'm going to stand on it through pain. I'm going to stand on it through sickness. I'm going to stand on it through the reports. I am healed by the blood, and the manifestation shall come. Holy Spirit, give me a miracle healing now in the name of Jesus. It's coming because He promised it. Because that's what His word speaking. His word will not fall to the ground. And he's not a man that he should lie. So it's what you believe, it's what you speak, and you have to read the word of God in order to stand on the word of God. You have to know the power that has been released to you in order to know how to activate it through the Holy Spirit. So we thank God right now for him educating us, for him giving us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of who he is in our lives. And that what we're going through in our wilderness is not our end, but it will bring us out to a new beginning in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1 and 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, so that you may know him better. That's what he wants from us, that we may know him, that he's not going to leave us nor forsake us that he's not going to just drop everything and walk away from us, but that's how we feel. But he's telling us that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and that we may know him. Let us stand with the whole armor of God today. Let us stand knowing that we are more than conquerors. Let us speak that we are coming out of this and that we shall live and not die. Let us speak and command a difference through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus that dwells down on the inside of us. If you have a blood disorder, then you tell the Holy Spirit, come and give me your blood because I need blood right now and I know the blood of Jesus heals me. Whatever you need, it's in God. Father, I need finances right now, and I know you have it. Show me the manifestations and the miracles in my life that you have waiting for me. We have to speak in the authority of Jesus. We have to speak with the keys of the kingdom. Binding and loosing the enemy, casting out the enemy, and speaking healing. We are in Christ Jesus. We are in Christ. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We cast all our cares upon you right now, O God. You are faithful to us. You are our refuge and our strength and our present help in the time of trouble. Father, we know that nothing is impossible for you. Though our situation look impossible, Nothing is impossible for you, God. And we stand in the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of the Holy Spirit that you will lead God and direct us in all truth and righteousness. As though we walk through the shadow of the we have no fear, but we know that you are with us, O God. The power of the Holy Spirit will guide us and direct us. He will let us know that we shall live and not die. And we are healed by the blood of Jesus. And whatever demonic attacks that are coming our ways, we cast it out now, and we take authority over it, and we bind and we break it in Jesus' name. We are yours, and you are ours, God. And we know you will come and rescue us. We thank you, we love you, in Jesus' name.